Welcome to Figures in the Dark, the podcast where we tell stories of all things murderous, paranormal, and terrifying that go on in the dark. My name's Tori. My name's Taylor Shea. I almost just said my name was Taylor Shea. It isn't, It's not. Though. Nope, it's Tori. Um, hey. Hi, guys. Welcome We're back. doing great. <laughs> We're living the dream. Yes. I think I've said that three times in the past three two days. Yeah, you I got- literally asked you last night. You came in and said that, and I'm like, hello? Oh, fuck. You're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> like, are something you fine? wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you all right? Um vaguely last yeah. week was kind of shit mm-hmm. work personally so kind of went through it last week i'll put it this way if we hadn't had pre-recorded episodes Nothing. i would have not recorded last week no. i haven't edited the podcast since last monday last <laughs> sunday i have two episodes to edit um it is now friday but we'll get them done it is what it is but that's i'm fair. just living the dream i'm here you know You're doing. getting by gotta go to work mm-hmm. all this fun stuff um yeah yeah and i'm Trying to get a million things done at my work before mm-hmm. I go on my New York City trip again. Yes. And then are, is gone for a while. Yeah, you're going to be gone from like yes. Sunday night until like Wednesday night. So, yes. I'll be and I'm trying to ramp myself up and be excited because yeah. my birthday's coming up and not be like, you're getting old. Be mm-hmm. like, no, you're being celebrated. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Be excited. Yeah, it's hard. Ah. It's hard. Like, even myself, <laughs> like, I'm, I say even myself as if like you're like ancient, but you're only two years I older am. than I am. You're only two years older than I am. Go fuck yourself. I'm the crypt keeper. I mean, yeah, at night when you come and scare me, yeah, you're the crypt keeper. The fuck? <laughs> um, anyway, like I'm turning 25 this year and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be 25 years old. And then I end up my quarter life crisis. <laughs> Keep on telling people I'm going to have a quarter life crisis. And they ask me, what are you going to do? And I say, I don't know. I don't know. Just be prepared. Yeah. So watch out. No, I just keep telling everybody. Or literally at work, I was, oh, I got a good laugh out of a couple of my coworkers. I was, like, choking while I was eating because, mm-hmm. like, wrong tube or whatever. And they're like, you good? And, like, two of my co- coworkers looked at me and was like, all right, well, which person would you prefer to be the one to have to give you mouth to mouth? Oh, my God. You, you fucking stop breathing. And I'm like, no, I'm straight up DNR. <laughs> like, oh, don't come near me. My God. So, like, I love that for that you. That bitch is dead. They're like, that's fair. They're like, not reviving you at does, all does your workplace have a morgue in it no oh no if you're dead you just hang out awkwardly in your room until they're that able is to get you terrifying yeah that's why i walked into a room where one of the people were dead and i was trying to hang up calendars and like get shit done i hate that yeah and then our asbestos confetti comes back yeah we we have our window open and i don't know if it's like little paint chips or what and we've been joking it's asbestos mm-hmm. like it's been like flying around like a couple of them and i don't know what the fuck it is so if you hear me go what the fuck that's it's me kind of bat it away and hopefully i don't get asbestos poisoning or mesothelioma do you remember all the commercials yeah they would like wake you up in the middle of the night constantly just like mesothelioma <laughs> like oh, you know what oh my is? god get aaron it's incense ash oh okay we burned incense up there oh thank that's god. exactly what it is it's ash i think no wait hold on what is this i don't know but it's gross and i don't yeah. want it on my hand anymore anyway so what are we talking about today <laughs> so for nonsense reasons mm-hmm. i just got bored the other day and started thinking about like mass hysteria and okay. like things like that so like I just kind of, like, put together some of the weird things that I found Mm. of, like, famous cases of mass hysteria just because, I don't know, it was just silly to me. I, like, saw a TikTok of one of these things and was like, the fuck? Mm, (laughs) So Yeah. I have a few that I've seen on TikTok. It's (laughs) funny because every time I feel like I see something. First of all, I saw something on TikTok the other day (laughs) or was on TikTok or I was talking to my coworker about it. And I was like, oh, I should cover that case. I looked and you already called it. Sorry. 
Which one was Susan it? Susan Powell. Yeah. Was it Susan? That's the mm-hmm. one with the, the dad and the mm-hmm. kids and social worker. Yes. Yeah, that one. I was going to try to do that one. That was Sorry. literally going to start researching it this week. And then I was like, fuck. So every time I. All right. Ever- I might consider giving it to you. Although I know a lot about it already. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know anything about it. So actually, it, oh, might, be good. Yeah. it might be good if you do it then. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do know what you're about po- that. Can I make a request as yeah. a listener? Yes. And also as your co-host? Mm-hmm. Can you do that for your next case? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I have a bunch. Mm-hmm. I have a... Because I think we've we've mm-hmm. talked before about how we want to... Like, obviously, we're doing some silly stuff. Like, mm-hmm. one of the past episodes was, like, us doing, like, the celebrity... Yeah. Well, what are they called? Oh, blind items. Blind blind items? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we did that, and, like, that was fun, and that's gonna be, like, a silly, like, you know, breakup mm-hmm. for all of us. Um, But we also talked about, you know, we're very... We've gotten a lot of feedback recently from people saying mm-hmm. that, you know, the reason they like our podcast is because mm-hmm. we're very victim-centric, and we're very... Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about what it what it went through like what pe- what the victims went through we, we want to make sure it's it's not for nothing yeah. i mean obviously like the mass hysteria cases and like you know mm-hmm. when we've talked about other shit like that like conspiracy theories there it's not you know it's, it's just ghosty yeah. stuff it's just fun but so we i i've been trying to find a lot of cases that are kind of relating to like abuse and mm-hmm. like po- possibly like children stuff which i apologize i think yeah. well, my next case is going to be about a kid um, yeah the case shit that, like that i almost just started researching that one I want to talk about because I feel like this particular type of crime I'm seeing more of lately. So I kind of want to have it. It's going to be child related as well. You mentioned that and I have no idea what you're talking about, which is great. I really want to kind of talk about this because I don't know why this type of crime seems Mm -hmm. to... I feel like it's happening more often than it Mm -hmm. used to or that I remembered hearing about it. Mm -hmm. And I think we really need to like look at this. And one of the ones that I... The ones ones that I'm looking at, which is funny, what I was going to say before I went on a tangent is I go onto our spreadsheet and put whatever I see on the Mm -hmm. spreadsheet so I call it because I know there have been times when I'm (laughs) like, oh, I should do that. And then I'm like, fuck, it's hers, (laughs) shit. Um, So like I try to call it and a lot of the ones are like smaller ones. I haven't heard of so i hope that you haven't heard of heard of them um so we're if you notice a shift in our like you know our um what's it called our content it's not like not a huge shift because we're still doing true crime yes but i think we both kind of want to focus more on like stuff that we can have actual conversations about as opposed to just being like hey this person was murdered yeah if you think back like a couple the most uh, like um Mm -hmm. we even the kara robinson story that was very victim centric talking about like how mm-hmm. you know that can be impactful on people like you know the Lorena Bobbitt one the one that we're gonna release that I did about um oh my god what's her name uh Mary Elizabeth Bailey that's mm-hmm. very DV heavy yeah. the one you did was very DV mm-hmm. heavy um you know and that's something we want to kind of get into because I feel like that we don't hear a lot about stuff like that and so just yeah. being like hey murder like I mean yes. yeah but also murder but let's talk about it exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean I completely agree mm-hmm. so that's definitely a lot of the cases that I've mm-hmm. have coming up very soon yeah and obviously there's still be like serial killer ones like i still want to talk about like the almost kind of the jukebox killer toy box killer i want to talk about the toy box killer i'm excited i I haven't even started researching yet because i know it's gonna be like four parts because it's hella it's a it's a lot of shit and like there's a bunch of ones that i want to do that are Mm -hmm. very like i want to talk about matthew shepherd i want to talk about gabriel fernandez like so stab me in the heart yeah like who wants to hear taylor say cry on, pod- on the podcast i guarantee you you will, will you will hear both of us cry yeah i think none of us have cried yet i think no. i almost cried during the bucks county one i think I so and there did. was something oh you nearly cried when i was saying something about one of the victims was like asking for her dad or something and like that Stop. got you yes yeah that even yeah. now you just said that and i'm like 
I don't don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so just letting y'all know, we're gonna try to do a little bit of a shift in, mm-hmm. like you know, so we can have more conversations yeah. opposed to just being like, hey, here's a thing. But anyway, with that being said, yes. So now I'm gonna talk to you about hysteria. a really <laughs> silly thing. So to preface. I do know that like one of one of the reasons why I was interested in kind of researching for mass hysteria and like the phenomenon in and of itself of what causes it mm-hmm. is because I do want to eventually talk about like the 80s satanic panic yeah. uh, kind of like craze and mass hysteria that had happened. I'm not going to talk about it at all in this today because mm-hmm. I want it to be a lot longer of an episode because there are specific cases that I want to mm-hmm. reference for that. So... I'm, I didn't forget about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't pretend like mm-hmm. one of the weirdest mass hysteria yeah. that exists ever didn't happen. No, I'm mm-hmm. very aware of mm-hmm. the satanic panic. Yeah. I'm going to talk about like the satanic panic craze of the 80s mm-hmm. in terms of like daycares and stuff. Mm-hmm. I am going to talk a- about yeah. that at some point, just not today. Are you going to bring up what hysteria, like the his- yes. history behind hysteria? Yeah. Well, what it is as a medical condition. Okay. And then yes. like how it affected certain populations. Yes. Okay. Cool. I was going to mm-hmm. bring that up beforehand if you didn't, yes. but I, I think it needs to be talked about because we've Definitely. had this conversation by ourselves so yes. anyway let's so dive right in the phenomenon of share uh, so this mass hysteria what it is is the phenomenon of sharing an illness that is without any physical or medical cause mm-hmm. uh is kind of one that i just find super fascinating so mass hysteria or uh, as it's also known mass psychogenic illness mm-hmm. is a type of illness or spread of symptoms through a population where there is no infection agent responsible for the contagion itself mm-hmm. so these are the rapid spread of symptoms that affect members of a cohesive group so the theory is that instead of there being a physical or medical contagion, it is contracted by people who are very who are socially very close to each other mm-hmm. that start to believe that they have this disease because others they know have it. Mm-hmm. So they also define it as it as something that is originating from a nervous system disturbance involving excitation loss or alteration of function, whereby physical complaints that are exhibited unconsciously have no corresponding organic causes that are known. So these are basically symptoms of a collective delusion with real physical symptoms, but mm-hmm. no actual medical cause. Gotcha. Okay. So these are basically diseases that are entirely psychologically based Mm -hmm. and spread psychosomatically. Mm -hmm. So these cause real life physical issues, but don't exist biologically. Mm -hmm. So most of the common symptoms people tend to experience are ones with no plausible or organic basis that are usually fleeting and benign, that they often have a rapid onset and or recovery, occur in very close knit groups often during times of extraordinary anxiety and are spread by either sight, sound, or communication. Okay. So they believe that the most common risk factors for those who contract uh, mass psychogenic illnesses tend to be either being those who are adolescents or children and exposure through intense media coverage. Okay. So basically, they think that the two biggest risk factors is either being really young and impressionable Mm. or really like being a very impressionable person who's getting a lot of media mm-hmm. coverage about it yeah i mean we i feel like you'll probably, you'll probably talk about some mm-hmm. cases that have to do with the media mm-hmm. coverage like i feel like that was a very that that makes sense that's yes. a very that's what i that's what i think of when i think of mass hysteria mm-hmm. is like a huge like people are like oh my god this is the new thing and people are like oh my god i have it too like that, you exactly know what I mean? yeah so it's very much a psychosomatic illness where mm-hmm. literally like if you know someone who has it then your brain kind of tricks you mm-hmm. into possibly thinking you have yeah. it too yeah gotcha 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 okay so 
The cause or cases of mass psychogenic illness or mass hysteria have been found to be documented as far back as in 1844. Mm-hmm. So in a textbook there, it was mentioned, there was mention of nuns in a French convent during the Middle Ages that would meow at each other and eventually in unison for periods of time. So in this textbook, it claims that these nuns only stopped when police threatened to whip them. Uh, okay. Yep. So this is something that probably has always existed, but mm-hmm. literally one of the very first, like, documentations mm-hmm. of it is a bunch of nuns just meowing at each other. Are those nuns furries? Good question. What plot twist? Plot twist. Nuns furries. are furries. I buy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I buy it. What type of animal do you think? Hmm. I'd probably say cat. I'd say cat. Yeah, because yeah. they, they look could be sm- a bunch of cat furries. Yeah. Maybe anyway. a couple might be a werewolf one. You never know. Uh, I think the werewolf furries, they're they're their own breed. And I think werewolf sometime- furries? Yeah, the ones who kinda act like they're also werewolves. I've never seen that. Oh and I'm glad I haven't. Weird. Weird weird. This people. is not a safe place for furries. No. Just letting y'all know. No, I don't want that around me. Neither do I. No, but anyway, I think it's hysterical because it gets very into like the Twilighty universe. Oh my god! I saw a TikTok of a person being like, "Um, I'm half vampire, half werewolf. My mom's a werewolf, my dad's a vampire." And I'm like, "Mm, "Okay, (laughs) sure, Jan." (laughs) I was like very high, and I was like, "This is not the truth." Like, I'm like. It is 2 a.m. I need it's to go time to for me to go the fuck to bed because I'm on the weird side of TikTok. Anyway. Oh, I got a good giggle because the other day I saw a meme that was like, what if your da- your mom was a mermaid and your dad was a um, a centaur and then they had you, but you only got the human parts of both? Oh my God. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Wait. What do you mean? They just have a torso. No, as in like they both like both halves of their body. They only genetically got human DNA from it. Yeah. So then they just ended up being just a regular human. But neither mermaid or centaur have human legs. You never know. They could be fish head, like fish head, human bo- okay, body. Okay. First of all, if so- if someone's willing to fuck a fish head human body, no. <laughs> Second of all, how would that work with a centaur? Okay, here's a question. Yeah. Mm. Fuck, I'm going to say it on the podcast. Yeah. I was debating it. Does a centaur have a human dick or a horse dick? Great question. Also, if you're a centaur baby and you come out with the ha- the first half of you yeah, you're as just, like, an actual fucking baby, around. are you flopping around as your horse half but you never, still wait, running? Wait, you never answered my question. Horse dick or human dick? They probably have a horse dick because it's like That's terrifying. Half. It's on that half. Would that be considered bestiality though? Because there's a human that can talk to you? Well, well, they're not a human. Well, even if you're fucking a centaur, you're still fucking something that's half animal. So you're yeah, still but doing then bestiality. A per- like, if but centaurs there- are only fucking other centaurs, then it's like, you're just, you are what you are, you know? <laughs> <laughs> are what you are, you know? You know anyway, so just- nuns meow at each other. Sorry yes. for this centaur dick tangent. and i'm sober just letting you know because i have work in an hour and a half so i'm sober this is me every day (laughs) anyway oh so another one that i found super interesting was the hammersmith ghost hysteria Mm -hmm. in england in 1803 so they thought that it was caused by the recent suicide that had happened as this time socially they believed that souls that had been the victims of suicide couldn't rest on hollowed ground Mm -hmm. so they said that they the ghost was tall and clothed in white. Some would say that the ghost had horns and glass eyes. 
So as time went on from November 1803 to spring of that year, more and more stories of sightings kept occurring. Mm -hmm. So and with more sightings being told, fear of the Hammersmith ghost began to rise. Mm -hmm. So eventually it became a panic and people in town began buying guns and monitoring the town for the ghost. So eventually it ended after a man named Francis Smith shot a bricklayer, Thomas Millwood, one night after he mistook him as the ghost. Um, A... Why you pew pew in a ghost? Because it's a ghost. Yeah. The yeah, fuck? They wanted to go straight um, through. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, glass eyes. Marbles? Maybe. Hello? So, like, especially for that circumstance, like, it makes complete sense to me that, like, this hysteria was mm-hmm. clearly very caused by, like, their social views. Oh, yeah, 100%. Of suicide and things like that. And that they were clearly under mm-hmm. this extraordinary pressure. Definitely. As to how it then ended up spreading. Mm-hmm. So another interesting one was the Halifax Slasher that started in November of 1938. The Slasher. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of the second <laughs> that I wrote that word. So in it occurred in 1938 in England. So the Slasher was an attacker of residents, most of whom were women. Interestingly, this phenomenon only lasted a week. During that week, women reported being attacked and slashed at by a man with a mallet and bright buckles on his shoes, wielding a knife or sometimes a razor. So the reports and fear spread so much that Scotland Yard was called in to help the local police. However, after some investigating, one victim that reported being attacked admitted to doing the injuries themselves for attention. So others admitted the same, and overall, five people were charged with public mischief offenses, four of whom were then sent to prison. But Shit. Yeah, so it caused, like, a mass panic that literally everyone was convinced that there was a slasher on the loose, and it was mostly just a bunch of people kind of, like, making it up for attention. I feel like that, like, that's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, why would, like, what would... I mean, okay, so I guess that is in the same vein, like, what would prevent, what would, what's the word I'm thinking of? Oh, my mm-hmm. God, just blanked. What would cause, yeah. motivate, there we go, motivate someone yeah. to do that, like, well, to spread that panic? In terms of, like, historic, because, like, 1938, wasn't that during one of the world wars? So I thought it was after World War II. I thought is that? Because I, I think my, my grandma no, was born in World 30. War II ended in, like, the 40s. Did it? I'm pretty when sure. did World War Two happen? Yeah. It happened uh, 39 to 45. Okay. Okay, so you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're so right. it was in between World wars. War One yeah. was, yeah, World War One was, wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. The Cold War lasted from, 90, from 1947 to 1991? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That's a long ass time. Yeah, but the Cold War wasn't fighting, physical fighting. What's like? What was it? It was us having problems with Russia and being like, Russia's going to invade at any time. We got to so go to now, the moon before they get there. So now, yeah. Anyway, yeah, but okay. So that makes sense. Okay, so this yeah. was between World Wars. So it was also, you know, yeah, yeah. So because the Great prob- Depression was, I think, before World War Two. Yep. Right. So yes. Well, in America, I don't know if England was going through a Great Depression oh, at the true. same time. You're right. You're yeah. right. Because Great Depression but- started 1929 mm-hmm. to 41. So yeah, it makes so, sense. Probably there was a lot of stress in between mm-hmm. both of those huge wo- world wars, and like England well, got invaded like both times. Well, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, well, think about it, in World War One, the the uh, mm-hmm. Franz Archduke 
Franca Ferdinand, whatever yeah. the fuck his name is. Franz. Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand. Fr- French Franz. Fr- French fries. Yeah. I want sassafras. fries. <laughs> We're just saying a bunch of fucking yes. words. Um, that like, guy, like, he got taken out. That, bye-bye. Yeah. That happened, you know, in World War One. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a whole, Europe is just, like, all fuck. And, like, exactly. I, I vividly remember learning about, like, how parents would send their kids to, like, the rural areas of yep. England so they wouldn't get bombed. Exactly. You know what like, I mean? So how shit do you like that recover from that mentally you don't exactly so like it makes perfect sense to me that this could be like a thing oh yeah that people were willing to like hurt themselves Mm -hmm. and cause a mass panic of Mm -hmm. a madman being on the loose because they still desperately need help after having this level of psychological like impact on them yeah it makes sense yeah so another one of the big ones that people think of when they talk about mass hysteria cases would be the dancing plague of 1518 so, oh, wow, that's a long time ago. Oh, yes, it was. So in what at the time was called Strasbourg, uh, which today would be France, anywhere from about 50 to 400 people began to dance for weeks on end. So they believed that this was stress-induced mass hysteria, but some have theorized that it could have been ergot poisoning, or, of course, some then thought there was a religious explanation. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. The demons. Diamonds. Yes. But it all started in July of 1518 when Frau Troffa began dancing in the streets. So cue David Bowie and Mick Jagger in that Love really it. shitty music video. Love it. The most homoerotic music video I've Love ever seen. Love it. But literally. Love them. Love it. Fucking just kiss but so frau then danced for weeks straight however soon or for like a week straight however soon about three dozen more people began to join in so by august some sources said that the dancing plague had spread to over 400 victims so dancers even began to collapse after dancing for so long some even died of stroke or heart attacks damn yeah the fuck dog Yep, they were just going for it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so doctors began to be consulted, and they prescribed just dancing it out. So they renovated halls to accommodate the dancing, hired musicians, and even had strong men on standby to help keep dancers standing upright if they became too tired. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. So this, however, didn't help and ultimately backfired as town officials then ended up banning public dancing because it didn't stop. So the more religious officials began to believe that the dancing was being caused by a satanic virus. And due to this, they at one point even banned music. Mm. So by September, the dancing had started to die down after they began forcing dancers to go to a mountain shrine and pray for absolution. Oh, shit. So basically, like, they did a bunch of, like, weird shit, like, make them wear, like, red shoes with, Mm -hmm. like, crosses on it and, like, weird shit like that and be like, go pray because you clearly have a satanic virus if you can't stop fucking dancing. Go pray. And they, like, went full foot loose and was like, no dancing here. No music. Because we all know that prayer is the answer to everything. Prayer is the answer. This is also the 1519, 1500. So, like, I get it. Like, it's a lot more religious than now. You know what I mean? But, like hello <laughs> the yeah satanic but this virus. Is, i love it yes yeah, so like satanic virus it's making everybody dance go pray about it it's kind of in the same vein as like the meowing nuns being like if you don't fucking stop we're gonna whip you and then it, they're like the no okay. dancing reminds me of the duggars they have a no dancing they don't listen to music they don't yeah yeah but they can molest each other or molest Ooh. young children Ooh, there it is yeah. Ooh, there it is anyway i fucking hate the duggars that's my guilty pleasure. I don't like them, but it's my guilty pleasure. And T-Way. Everybody has something that they're like, eh, 
I don't know why I like this, but I like this. I unironically like Real Housewives of Utah, just the Utah franchise. That's it. And I love the Jersey Shore, unironically. I don't care if fuck I love Jersey Shore. I know you hate it. I don't give a fuck. Mm. DJ Pauly D is my favorite person on T-shirt time. T-shirt time. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. But, Jesus yes. Christ. Dancing so, plague. Dancing plague. But another larger mass hysteria case that is slight, uh, that is cited often is the chaos that was around Spring-Heeled Jack. So Spring-Heeled Jack is a humanoid creature that was described as a tall, thin gentleman who would wear a black cloak, a helmet that looked like it had tiny horns on it, and that was described as devil-like. And, and punk rock. Woo! <laughs> and would have clawed hands and glowing red eyes. That's um, nightmare fuel. No, what That's he did, terrifying. What people were claiming he did, also terrifying. Uh, so the first ever sighting of the entity that later became known as Springheeled Jack occurred in London in 1837. So Mary Stevens was walking home after a visit with her parents and a figure leapt out at her from the dark. He grabbed her in his arms and began to forcefully kiss her face. He ripped at her clothes with his claws and touched her flesh with hands that she described as cold and clammy as a corpse. Oh, that gave me the fucking heebs, bro. That is nasty, the fuck, dog. Yep. So she screamed, and he then fled. He, her screaming, brought out neighbors who then attempted to search for him. The very next day, a reported sighting of him was that he had leapt in front of a passing carriage, causing the coachman to lose control and crash, subsequently injuring himself. Mm -hmm. And after that, people said that he was cackling as he jumped over a nine-foot wall. First of all, that is terrifying. Yeah. Like, I would 100% be one of those bitches mm-hmm. who succumbed to this has- this hysteria about... Mm-hmm. What's his name? Spring-Heeled Jack. <gasps> I hate it. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, my feet are up. I hate it. Mm-mm. Nope. I find him to be very cryptid-like and almost yes. like... I, he gives like Jersey Devil vibes to me. He does. Yes. Yeah. Very, I think maybe that's why I'm creeped out by yes. it. But I'm also, I, the, something about a tall, dark figure mm-hmm. freaks me out. Like yes. Slenderman freaked me out for a hot minute. The Hat mm-hmm. Man freaks me out. Like mm. the Moonlight Man. Like Very fair. Very, like tall, tall figures. Tall, creepy. In the dark. Weird men. Scare me. Yes. Men are scary. <laughs> men are frightening. But literally for this, like what makes most sense to me as to like how this kind of started is potentially this poor woman was genuinely sexually attacked Mm. and like was assaulted by a random stranger and that i kind of it seems vaguely like or very reminiscent of like children when they're interviewed about crimes how they then describe a monster because it's Mm. so hard for them to comprehend yeah that a human can do that exactly makes sense so i kind of think that this is how this kind of got you to know this what place? this fucking reminds me of this um mm-hmm. the the long dark cloak with like the claws yeah it reminds me of um an episode of criminal minds Ooh. that um there was something called mr scratch and oh. so the premise of it it was really they made mm-hmm. this really it was directed by matthew gray Gubler, which you know it was a fucking creepy mm-hmm. ass episode um and it was about a bunch of these foster kids who were in a home and it kind of actually had to do with the mm-hmm. satanic panic kind of because yeah. it was around the time of the satanic panic they're in a foster home mm-hmm. or like a group home together and they kept on like they mr scratch was i can't i, I haven't watched it in a few years yeah. so i kind of forget but he ends up being like this this kid that was in the foster home with these other kids and there was like a lot of abuse that went on mm-hmm. but he 
takes this like drug and puts it in the air and it can like it's very it makes people very mm. manipulative but all the kids saw him as mr saw yeah. saw the bad thing as mr scratch and it mm-hmm. had these really long claws and made this like weird clicking noise yeah terrifying but it reminds me of when you exactly. said the claws long yeah very scary. much so and like kids do that very often when mm-hmm. interviewed about crimes and i kind of think that although this was an adult woman that that's potentially what had happened yeah. was that because there was so much stress going on at this time and like i'm not fully sure like historically in london what was happening mm-hmm. at this moment to like cause that kind of like need for it and like mm-hmm. intense anxiety within the nation but it makes perfect sense to me that potentially this woman was attacked and Mm -hmm. kind of like her brain told Mm -hmm. her this was a monster like person Mm -hmm. yeah because that was easier to deal with than confronting the reality of her memory of that a real person had done this yeah definitely 100 i completely agree and and even when there's big trauma like being sexually assaulted you know you kind of revert back to Mm -hmm. you kind of you know um let's kind of like age regress not i know that's a very kind of yeah. hot button thing for some people talking about age regression because it come people can use that in a kink way and i, I don't agree with that but like mm. there is genuine science behind yeah. age regression like even the book i'm reading now talks about you know how a lot of times in relationships when you're not do when relationships aren't doing good mm-hmm. it's because of your inner child and you have to literally sit down mm-hmm. with your inner child and be like there's an adult here not to take care of you yeah. so like that makes sense like that mm-hmm. shit like this happens and you revert back to this like small person because mm-hmm. it's scary you know what i mean absolutely and what she described as what happened to her was a terrifying mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. so the pop- popularity of jack sightings and fear around him rose exponentially especially after the Allsop case so on february 19 1838 jane Allsop answered the door at her parents home to a man claiming to be a police officer telling her to bring a light because they had caught spring-heeled jack in the lane mm-hmm. when she came back to bring him a candle she noticed that he was wearing a cloak and had what she described as the most hideous and frightful appearance he then spit blue and white flames from his mouth and his eyes glowed red he tore at her nightgown with his metallic claws and as he did this he began or she began to run backwards towards the house screaming while he scratched at her neck and arms the screaming then alerted her sister who came out and rescued her and he fled um what yes okay yes so again there's an assault that is being described yeah because there's 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 a few things if she hadn't said the blue and white flames and the red eyes i could be like maybe he had a knife and like multiple knives for some reason because some Mm -hmm. people are fucked up like that and he was slashing on her clothes like that and trying to assault her Mm -hmm. like if there wasn't the blue and red blue blue and white flames the red eyes i could see how like that could be like a predator you know what i mean But it's interesting that she said the blue and white flames. That that's yes. the interesting part to me is the blue and white flames. I don't fully know how. Yeah. That part, like I again attribute that potentially to someone, mm-hmm. kind of like their brain thinking mm-hmm. of this person as more monster-like. However, mm-hmm. I'll go on in just a moment. I'm mm-hmm. I'm very curious as to how that part got yeah, in there. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the other big case that spread fear and hysteria about his sightings was was on February 28th, 1838. 18-year-old Lucy Scales and her younger sister were coming home from visiting their brother. So when they passed, uh, when they were walking home, they passed a man in Green Dragon Alley that was standing at an angle that was kind of blocking their path. Mm-hmm. So as she first passed him, he spit blue flames out of his mouth. This blinded her and she fell to the ground in a seizing fit that lasted for hours. So her younger sister described him the uh, as the same way as the first 
sightings and said that he was wearing a cloak and carried a bullseye lantern, which was similar to ones that police carried at the time. Mm -hmm. So her sister says that Lucy fell to the ground and he just calmly walked away from them. That's weird. Very weird. So again, I don't know about the spinning flames part. Mm -hmm. I... I could see that maybe this person, like, attacked her. It frightened her so much that she literally, like, she already had potentially, like, seizure-like illnesses that Mm -hmm. could have been stress-induced and that that part could have happened. But I do find it very interesting, the, like, the bullseye lantern, because potentially maybe why these ladies had this distortion of this is this cryptid like person Mm -hmm. was because they were attacked by a police officer and didn't know how to cope with that idea. Yeah. True. That's interesting. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Really weird. So these sightings and hysteria around him did die down uh, for some times, but reemerged when the Jack the Ripper killings were Mm -hmm. also causing fear and terror in the country. Well, I was going to bring up, I I think this Mm -hmm. was around time with Jack the Ripper. So also like, you know, there also was that, that mass hysteria mm-hmm. gen- that was a genuine yes re- that had a genuine reason you know what yep. i mean so like this added on to that like that's definitely an interesting mm-hmm. thing and the fact that they're both named jack is interesting too oh, yeah. so it i makes... think that that's probably where jack the ripper's name kind of came from is gotcha. being, as people oh, saying okay. like what if spring-heeled jack did oh, this oh yeah. gotcha 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 that makes sense that makes sense what well, also makes sense because like he was eviscerating people and this part this guy had long claw, yeah metal that claw makes sense hands. okay yeah, so like kind of I found that one pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So another one of the big ones for mass hysteria is the Blackburn faintings in mm-hmm. England. So in October of 1965, several girls complained of dizziness and some even fainted. About 85 girls from the Blackburn school were rushed by ambulance to the ER. They could not find any medical cause for it and found through psychological and personality testing the the majority of the girls who suffered from the fainting were younger girls and most tended to score highly with being extroverted and also being moodier. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so the doctors there believed that the influence of catching this false illness was due to the fact that previously this very same area had suffered from a polio epidemic. So Mm -hmm. people there were already fearful of a disease being able to spread widely there. Mm -hmm. So that they kind of figured that that's like Mm -hmm. the stress that they were under Mm -hmm. and that made it so these girls were very easy, easily impressionable to think that a disease could spread so quickly. Mm -hmm. But they also kind of found that the people who were most likely to be, they said that, like, the most likely people to catch it, the the fake fainting illness, mm-hmm. was younger girls because they were more impressionable. But the mm-hmm. older girls that caught it would have it for longer, mm-hmm. which they found quite interesting. interesting. But after doing, like, psychological and personality tests with them, they found that the people who were most likely to suffer from it were girls who scored very highly on being extroverted, mm-hmm. as well as having a personality type that is considered, like, moodier and more... In touch with anxiety emotions, anger emotions, things that, like that. That makes sense, too, because also, you know, I feel like there's a lot of when it comes to mental health that can um, manifest in physical ways, like very psychosomatic, like you said in the beginning that yes. hysteria is. Um, but also the extrovert part's interesting because, like you said, like, even though they may be older, mm-hmm. like, it's very... You know, you, you're around a lot of these people. You're more extroverted, so you have more friends and you have more exposure to people as someone exactly. who just, instead of just someone who just sits at home. Yep. You have more sense. exposure to these people that could convince you that this disease mm-hmm. is like spreading rapidly yeah. and that there's something going on. As well as I think like 
maybe it's all like also by personality testing like if you are a more extroverted person you are more socially conscious Mm -hmm. and more concerned with group consensuses Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah I found that pretty interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. One of the things that I also found interesting and wanted to talk about is that mass psychogenic illnesses are still very much a thing of modern times as well. Mm -hmm. So another one that I found that was super interesting was the Pokemon Panic in 1997. Oh. So in Japan, thousands of children were said to have seizures while watching a specific episode of Pokemon. I heard of that before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody kind of fully figured out as to Mm -hmm. why, but literally, like, yeah, that there were thousands of kids that were like i watched this one specific Mm -hmm. episode that someone else told me that it causes seizures and it kind of reminds me of like reminiscent of like how sometimes like internet ghost stories happen of like Mm -hmm. oh yeah if you look at this painting there's so many people that say it Mm -hmm. causes nausea and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and like kind of gave me like that Mm -hmm. vibe yeah uh but it was like a placebo kind of thing exactly that it's like you heard a bunch of people say it so Mm -hmm. then you went into it already kind of yeah expecting something. expecting that yeah. to happen yeah uh so then the last one that i thought was super interesting was there was also the monkey man of delhi in 2001 so rumors of a monster roaming the street began to be reported widely so people were fearful on mass there and this event led to death the deaths of three people who fell from roofs or stairwells while fleeing from a monster Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that it had gotten so ingrained in their mind that this was real, that they literally were physically running for their lives from a monster that did not exist. Shit, And ended up dying and falling off of things because of it. Damn. Yeah. Yo, that's fucking crazy, dude. Hysteria's crazy, because I was going to bring up, like, the background of hysteria, like, how... Like, not necessarily mass hysteria, but mm-hmm. how it used to be, like, a diagnosable thing for, like, women. Yes. Like, and how, like, hysteria, the re- the, the the root of that word is, yeah. like, hyster, and which is, hist- like, hyster yeah. hyster something. Yeah. Which, think about hysterectomy, like, means uterus. uterus. Yeah. yeah. So, it, you, it's interesting that, like, you know, not all of this was mainly female-centric, but yeah. it's interesting that, like, that kind of turned into this, like, mm-hmm. how that, that word that was, like only really diagnosed with women can be used in like this bigger yes. sense now which is interesting um i don't know if that made any sense but absolutely yeah. no i completely agree with you like there is there's definitely a very social difference between like hysteria and mass hysteria because yeah. hysteria i think is very much a it was basically designed to basically say women mm-hmm. are crazy yeah. and that women are too emotional they just all have histrionic issues that they're all they're just hysterical they Mm -hmm. have too many emotions blah 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 i mean even even nowadays how many times you hear people say like oh you're just acting hysterical exactly like it's not you're emotional you're allowed to be emotional i think that that also is kind of how they ended up taking the word for mass hysteria Mm -hmm. is like because his mass hysteria is most often pretty much completely entirely made up yeah and it's just people psychosomatically Mm -hmm. catching illnesses Mm -hmm. or thinking something is occurring that isn't Mm -hmm. actually occurring Mm -hmm. just because people are i wouldn't say gullible but influenced by Mm -hmm. other people so they think real they're too impressionable so i think that that's kind of why they probably Mm -hmm. ended up co-opting and picking that word and also why i think they're trying to change it to Mm -hmm. being called mass psychogenic illness yeah i agree but i did just find the phenomenon super interesting that literally people could 
be physically running from mm-hmm. monsters that don't exist yeah because of word of mouth yeah that's fucking crazy it's that's insane that's like i haven't i haven't heard of majority of those which is like yeah. insane that's fucking crazy and it all started just because i saw the tiktok about the meowing nuns and i was like now i'm curious love that for you as yeah. most of our cases go pretty well much. that was really interesting but if you want to keep up with all of our uh bullshit and all of our new cases you can follow us on instagram at figures in the dark you can follow us on twitter at figures in the dark but dark spelled drk you can like us on facebook share our page give us a message at figures in the dark you can send us an email with your case suggestion case suggestions spooky stories um mm-hmm. mental health check-ins and pictures of your cats at figures in the dark podcast at gmail.com and you can listen to us on all major streaming platforms including spotify apple music um google podcast <laughs> and amazon music um i think those are all of it i always fuck that up for some reason anyway yeah yeah Um, yeah but thank you for listening and as always beware the figures in the dark all right bye bye